Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Freakin' Awesome Podcast. I am your host, Anthony. And your co-host, Maddie G. And this is episode three. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> let's kill that bass head. Alright, let's do this. I'm on the air, we on the air, we got this pockets flow. It's me and Tony on the mics, we gotta let you know. Of current events, little gaming, sprinkling some entertainment. We stay humble, but our moms still think we're famous. Turn up the bass and baby, maybe let that magic flow. Our spoken word is all the things you really wanna know. Having a good time on the show, T Bows and Maddie G. Tune in and hit subscribe and join us on the FAP. All right, so we are back again with episode three, and uh, we got some pretty funny things in the news that uh, we'd love to talk about. Uh, one of them that I thought was absolutely hilarious, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna show Matt here so you can kind of see a little picture of it. Uh, so <laughs> this was a um, uh, a seagull. So a seagull got dyed orange after diving into a vat of chicken tikka marsala. And, <laughs> and this was in, um, I, hopefully I didn't, I don't pronounce this uh, in, uh, improperly, but it's, uh, it is a, uh, in Tewksbury, Gloucester, uh, Gloucestershire, Gloucestershire. Um, but what happened was uh, this, this seagull was trying to scavenge for pieces of meat and uh, it, dove into a vat of chicken tikka marsala. Now, it was rescued by the workers there. Just and, for our audiences, uh, what's tikka marsala? Uh, it's uh, like curry. Okay. Yeah, nice. so it's a, it's a curry dish. Um, so it was obviously this company that was making the sauce or whatever. But they, so they, they were rescued by the staff, and they were taken to the Inville Wildlife Hospital and made a, a full recovery, but looked orange. <laughs> and apparently they said he smelled delicious. <laughs> What I thought was really, really funny about the article is they don't say anything about having disposed with the original sauce that this dirty bird went into. So it kind of makes me wonder, like, did this sauce get used? (laughs) Someone's someone's getting a dirty bird batch of... Dirty bird tikka (laughs) marsala. So um, you may want to stick away from the jarred tikka marsala for a while and uh, and just stick to uh, some butter chicken or... or It's funny because when I look at the picture, it looks like somebody just dunked them in a vat of craft dinner sauce. Yeah, it totally does. Right? So we'll make sure we post that up on our, our site for our orange. listeners to. Uh, He's beautiful. Yeah, it looks fantastic. Like if I saw that sucker and flying around, I'd be like, yeah, I, I'd probably want to eat it, especially if it did smell like tikka masala because I, I love tikka masala. And hey, if uh, if any of you have uh, dyed your animals different colors, send us the pics. That would be fantastic. I would love to see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Post that up and we'll we'll throw that up on our site if uh, people want to uh, email and send yeah. in. We'll, uh, we'll encrypt it so PETA can't get in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Over to you, Matt. Yeah, man. Um, all right. So my first, my first news item. Um, so I caught it yesterday mm-hmm. and it was just too good. I already had kind of some stuff written down, but I just, this one was just too good. Okay. So... In the Toronto area, a principal or a school Mm -hmm. um, decided they wanted to post on Twitter about their new principal. Okay. So nice, nice lady principal, very nice shot, her sitting at her desk and blah, blah, blah. Well, all of a sudden, people started freaking out on Twitter because in the corner of the photo, when you zoom in, there's a book on her desk and it literally says, the guide for white women who teach black boys. So Twitter is freaking out. Okay. And 
I just I have to I have to say what what do you think? I have my own thoughts on it, which I'm going to share. But uh, what, what do you think of that? So first of all, um, it, it, obviously it's going to be highly controversial, right? I, I mean, people will get up in arms about many of things. The thing that I kind of want to focus on, first of all, are the people who analyze this photo so intently. Because let's be honest, like, I mean, a Twitter photo generally isn't that big. So someone had to zoom in. I don't know what they were looking for when they found it. And then let's let's really address the bigger issue is who created this book? Yeah. Right? Like, like was this book like something like <laughs> out of the... 40s or 50s that that this person still had kicking around in their book collection? Or was this like the previous principles and she just sat down at this desk? I don't so. know, man. That would require like time and like resources on my part. I just did not do the extra math. <laughs> but you're, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I saw the book and I just, I was like, that's so funny. Um, see, my opinion on it mm-hmm. is like, who cares She's, yeah. she's, I mean, who cares if she's trying to enlighten herself more ethnically? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, um, I look at it from, from the point of view, I'd probably defend her and be like, she's, yeah. She, I mean, if there is a, um, if there is a barrier there, she's clearly trying to cross it. Yeah. You know, that's even if it was her book. But, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, um, and I did try to read through to see if there was more to the story, which, there wasn't. Yeah. Um, at least right. not that is known yet. I'm sure there's yeah. going to be some digging because it's, it's a, a small, fairly fresh news item. It's a fluff piece. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I just, I was just like, you know what? Like, um, I don't know. Like, and why, and why specifically black men? Well, and I think the wording is probably what gets people because um, if the book said uh, understanding different ethnicities, mm-hmm. would people freak out? Probably not. Right. Yeah. I, I, at least I, I don't think so. It's like, no. oh, that person's trying to educate themselves. Uh, maybe there are some barriers there um, and, and they're just they're trying to to break those barriers That's down right. and be. A better... And it wouldn't be specific if it said ethnicities. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, OK. Well, so I think it's the wording that's got people. Yeah. Anyways, so I, I just thought that was cool. Anyways, okay. back to you, buddy. Yeah. So um, there is a restaurant in uh, London and Rita. Uh, the it, it's the naked restaurant in Tokyo. Ooh. It's a naked restaurant, yeah. Um, except for the title of this article was uh, "Naked Restaurant in Japan Will Ban Overweight People." What? Yeah. So they apparently, uh, if you didn't fit within a certain weight limit or age limit, you're out. So they only wanted uh, they didn't want anybody outside of the age of eighteen to sixty. And if you were 15 kilos over your average body weight for your age, you would get ejected from the restaurant. Oh, my God, man. How do you – what's the testing criteria? I, I'm pretty sure that just means that you can't come into this restaurant and be a naturalist without somebody eyeballing you saying, you fat. <laughs> you yeah. fat. So, sorry, lady. You, you can stay, but your husband, he looked like whale. Get out. <laughs> oh, man. And sorry, I, I, sorry, you said the criteria, but I, I'm sorry, I meant testing methodology. Uh, What's yeah, the yeah, testing yeah. methodology? I have there, right? absolutely no. It, it's just like the funniest part is, it's like you come to this restaurant to have a meal. But you got to be careful that you don't come too often and have a meal because clearly if you get fat <laughs> eating their food, you can't eat their, <laughs> their food anymore. Like, so I, I feel like um, there's day, so many things wrong with that, one right? One day you just show up. They're like, 
actually, you're, yeah. we're not going to be able to see you today. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, it's man. like, hey, Tom, how's it going? Oh, you're looking a little fudgy <laughs> there. Um, I need you to come back to the scale. We have treadmills in the alley. Right? Like, <laughs> it's a separate what business. Talk- <laughs> what are you talking about? I haven't been coming to this restaurant for like 15 years. Yeah. yeah about that. <laughs> That's uh, part of the You problem. might be gaining about a kilo every year, <laughs> and um, you're really pushing the weight limit, my friend. Oh, uh, yeah, so you're, you're fat. You can't eat here. So I don't know. And you clearly know it's not because of some type of weird fire hazard. Like, we're worried about a bunch of sweaty, naked people trying to get around the fat guy who's plugging the door. It's clearly a, a thing that they don't want to look at your naked, ugly, fat ass in this place. And, and I feel like it's so hypocritical, right? Like a restaurant to judge your body weight. I mean, the human like, rights of that. I just, I, I maybe it's different in Japan. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, like, but what about sumos who are considered like celebrities there? Yeah, I'm just saying if they tried that here, that would it would go out of business so fast. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It, well, I you know what? I would open a restaurant across the street that's double the size. Call like it, it's like Fatty's Welcome. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I would. Be they order like, more too. I feel like you people are putting me in business. You're putting my kids through college. Genius. Uh, I want you to eat as much as possible. In fact, it'd be a buffet. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, and oh. it would be like quadruple size portion. I'd get like those GMO ones that are like the monster chicken breast. <laughs> and I'm uh, yeah, and I'm right in the middle with a Planet Fitness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I I remember going to a Planet Fitness, and and every Tuesday was pizza day. <laughs> Like, you, they, they'd have a ton, like, piles of boxes of pizza yeah. while you're working out. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. This is... Like, you're, you're, you're asking me to get – it's a ploy. They want you to get fat so that you have to go to the, the gym more. That's – And the worst part is because I'm a huge pizza fan. Like, I'm on the treadmill, and I can smell pizza. And I want the pizza, but I'm like, no, fatty, you're here because, because of that pizza. <laughs> because you ate so much pizza – you're on this treadmill, and you're going to have to run, like, another five hours just to work off a slice, so don't do it. It's not they just come it. over, like, we see you're not eating the pizza. Why aren't you eating the pizza? Care to let us hook you up to this inner venus? Right. <laughs> we blended it. You we can, can still you your face. We can still get you on this pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can make this pizza happen. Mm-hmm. Come on here, Delish. Chug it off. <laughs> okay. So you're gonna love this one. All right. Okay. Ready? So uh, I gotta I gotta uh, throw props out to my stepmom Carrie on this one because she's the one that sent it to me. Yeah. But oh, it got me just right. So apparently there's this new trend, hmm. and it's called the surprise bag. And what you do? <laughs> I know it's funny already. Right? I'm already thinking of what <laughs> I would put in the bag. It's not. It's to not. Surprise no, people. It's not dirty, but it's it's funny, right? So. Apparently, um, so when you go to McDonald's, um, you don't order anything, but you pull into either one of those, uh, those waiting spots. There's usually two. Okay. Yeah. And you just sit there and apparently what (laughs) happens is the staff inside gets super confused and they come out and bring you a random bag of food. (laughs) (laughs) This is a great way to get a free meal. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You order a coffee and then you go ahead and you just sit there. You just there. sit there and you just wait for your random surprise bag. <laughs> this is great. This is this is better than I was thinking. I thought it was like people starting this weird trend where they were like throwing shit in a bag and lighting on fire. And I was going to say like, but we've been doing that for years. Right? <laughs> right. No, did you hear about that? I don't know if you've heard about this, but uh, apparently there's this thing on the dark web and uh, 
you can order like not that mad surprise goes to the yeah dark I don't web know yeah often. no not that I do. yeah I don't hang out in the dark web but nope. apparently you can order dark web surprise bags yeah apparently they're they're really big boxes that come in and it could be everything from like voodoo stuff to to demon boxes to and... to, like, to good shit too yeah like. Yeah. Like, I remember watching a couple of videos, and I think someone was just like, I think these are tea. <laughs> I, I don't know if these are, like, human or what. Who has a bag of teeth? That's right? terrifying. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So some of the stuff that people get are absolutely ridiculous. But I heard that Amazon does, or I don't know if they have done them in the past or to a select. Boxes, no, 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 not like that. But basically the stuff that gets returned, they'll do, like, a surprise box. Oh. I was going to be like, is um, it like the hidden menu of, of Amazon? Like, how do you get this discount return right? stuff, right? Well, apparently they do auctions. Now, I know that okay. one's true. I've yeah. heard that. So they do, and people get stuff for like nothing if you wow. go to the warehouse auctions. Okay. So yeah. that's yeah. what, actually, that's what yeah. we should do. I know a lot of local police officers do that too. All the stuff they impound, they auction off, and they take that money and they put it into charities and stuff like that. It's genius. Yeah. It's a great way to get like a motorcycle or a car or something that came from like a mobster. Or, I don't even know if mobsters are around criminals. There's yeah. Let's call him How fucking old are you? <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna make you an offer you can't refuse. And then you come out of jail. And you're like, excuse me, that's my car. I went in with it. I know exactly. I put this mark on the side of it. That's where I blew out Johnny Two Toes. <laughs> no. Now you're English. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, why are you talking like I that? I couldn't. I couldn't keep it long enough. Yeah, love it. Right on. All right, so this is this was a, a kind of a weird one, and I kind of feel like there's like um almost like a Bugs Bunny cartoon for this, um, the peaceful town of uh, Huesca in Madrid, uh, is Spain was invaded by a thousand sheep at four o'clock in the morning. What? It, it, apparently, the, sh- the shepherd fell asleep <laughs> and, and had no clue that one the sheep shepherd? got away. One shepherd to watch a thousand sheep. And they basically ramshackled this this town in Spain. And, and I, I could, I kind of feel this goes to like almost like you had the one job. This is the one job of the episode. It's not the one job of the episode, but it, it's like, dude, you had one job. And and like, what if this was like the sheepdog on Wiley e. Coyote? Like, you know, like you'd be eating like crazy. It's like you always thought that that sheepdog was asleep because he'd wave his hand in front of him, but it just turned out his his hair was covering yep. his eyes, and you never knew. Um, yeah, it was like apparently this dude fell asleep and and lost a thousand sheep. Okay, I actually like feel bad for the guy. Like, I can barely take care of two children, so a thousand <laughs> sheep, right? Like that. That's a lot of sheep. Yeah. I would feel like you'd lose, lose one a night, no problem. And then you're just ballparking it. Like, yeah, I think we're good. That's, yeah. Right? Or, you know what? Maybe that's how it happened. Maybe he was counting the sheep to make sure he had all a thousand and he fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, counting sheep. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah. Love so there's it. our global news uh, from across the, across the water. <laughs> uh, well, actually, I have some global. Extra, oh, extra you, global. Good. Two, two shots, actually. Ooh. So, uh, well, I sent this one to you because it was just so fun. Oh, my God. I love this. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah. apparently these people in, a, in, in the Kuwaiti market, fish market, have started putting googly eyes on fish <laughs> because over there, well, I guess everywhere, um, you can tell how healthy the fish was based on its eyes. Yeah. So like discoloration is is 
considered something that would be, you know, not sought after. And so somebody just buying just probably just Amazon, like a million googly eyes and they're just sticking Stuck them on the fish. fish. <laughs> so people think they're super fresh. So I, I got to tell you, you got to see the picture and I'll put I'll put it up on the site. It is uh, it, it's funny um, on a few levels. Right. Because first of all, googly eyes on anything is, is hilarious. Yeah. Um, but then when you you look at this fish, you, you can't help but be like, listen, how stupid are you? Like a fish eye does not look like this bright, round, googly, perfect eye. Like it, it doesn't look like that at all. So how bad does it have to be where you're looking at this fish going, oh, that looks fresh, right? <laughs> yeah. and, and then it gets in the bag. You're like, whoa, what is that smell? Well, it can't be the fish. Look at this eye. But look, at, look at these eyes. I yeah, mean. yeah. So uh, I can only assume like uh, over there, that's got to be like a massive crime or something, right? Like, So uh, I guess it, uh, yeah, I guess it would be. Um, I read a little deeper into it to find out like why. Yeah. And there's two things like it's the um the coloration of the fish including the eyes and yeah. then it's the weight when they yeah. go to market. Yeah. So apparently like I don't it didn't say how long ago it was, but the same group of merchants were caught for filling their fish with like metal nails to increase the weight to go to market. And oh. I just and I just re- I'm reading it and I'm just like Fuck it. I'm never buying fish from yeah, there. Yeah, like this, this is getting more ridiculous because let's be honest. So you bought this like super heavy fish and you get home, you cut it up and there's a bunch of nails inside. Yeah. Like first of all, you violated that dead fish's body with a bunch of nails, which is so wrong at so many levels. <sighs> but but then for the owner, like the person who's going to get it and cook it, my God, I hope they freaking cut it and de it and boned it. Yeah. Because like... if they didn't, they just cook a bunch of nails, which means your fish is like gone, like that, that iron stuff would yeah. seep out into your, your oh, it'd food be so and toxic. make you sick. And I just can't even believe it, man. Wow, when I read it. So wow. I'm people like, yeah, are no, stick yeah. to fresh fish. Wow, well, fish that's, is a tough fish is. is a hard subject. You're gonna people. start poking at fish eyes next time. You're like, hey, hey, <laughs> are you real? <laughs> no, right? I'll be that guy, right? And the, the next thing is gonna be people who are like just selling rubber fish. You'll see my name up on like the wanted list of grocery stores. Yeah. That's jamming his finger down the fish and be like, you got nails in you? <laughs> Sir, stop fingering that yeah. fish. <laughs> no, I do what I want, damn it. Yep. You can't tell me what to do. <laughs> I'm checking it for nails and googly eyes. Yeah, that that's that's crazy. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> you, oh, yeah. Do you have anything else? No, I think that is that is it for Okay, I got news. one more, though. Okay. So <clears throat> you're going to like this one. Mm-hmm. So apparently in, in Virginia, mm-hmm. in the States, um... People were waking up and finding, like, old CRT televisions on their porches and front lawns. Really? Yeah. And they're like, what the hell? So it happened to, like, you'd think, like, oh, you know, that's crazy. Like, you know, a whole neighborhood gets them. No, 60 people. 60 people woke up to find CRTs on their their deck. Wow. Yeah, like old TVs, yeah. rabbit ears, yeah. the whole nine. tube TVs. Yeah. And so um, they started an investigation because that's a very strange thing to happen. Santa's just missed out for like years. Dude, I kid you not. Literally, they found on, on CCTV footage. Yeah. A guy was delivering them dressed as a TV. An old, an old, he had an old CRT like helmet and a, and a CRT on his chest and was going around delivering these CRT televisions. 
<laughs> so they've got like they've got they got them. Uh, I guess they're 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 doing a criminal investigation for littering. Okay, That's what they're is, trying to get him on. Is this like the biggest <laughs> prank ever, where this guy is totally committed? Like I am Catherine <laughs> Rainman, <laughs> or or is it? Um, is, is this guy like crazy? Like he's got to be crazy. I am right, no, or like, it's just the best it's, prank. But that is the huge undertaking to deliver. Like those things were heavy. Yeah, like, it was a. It was like, like two so, boat anchors. Yeah, like a hundred right? pounds. Yeah, to, to to then leave these things at. I don't know. Like, I'd almost want to keep my TV as a, me- a memory of the crazy TV guy. <laughs> I just, I saw that, and, and it's like, you see the footage, and you can't even, like, the guy's head is covered in a CRT. Like, I I don't know. I can just <laughs> picture his face, though. Oh, my God. That'd be just... <laughs> it sounds like something we would do. You know what, you know what genuine sorny when I see one? <laughs> oh, my God. Sorny. That's, that's crazy. That's, yeah. that's just nuts. Yeah, man. Wow! All right. So, um, what do you, what do you got in the old? Uh, you're you're our resident tech man. Where's where's what do you got in the old tech news? So tech news. I mean, um, you have something. Well, I jump in. I'll jump into entertainment first. Oh, okay. So I went uh, on Thursday night. I went and saw it. Yeah. So How was it? One, not as good as the first one. Oh, really? It was oh, super no. long. It okay. was good. Yeah. Um, but it was very long. Were they taking a three-part movie and condensing it to two movies? No, it was a two-part. Oh, two-part okay. made-for-TV series, but it was long episodes. Oh, okay. It was like too yeah. many movies, essentially. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so the first one... Um, that's weird because, you know, you you got a higher quality of actor that's happening in the second one. Yeah. But, okay. And the acting was good. actually very good. Yeah. It was just, um, in my opinion, it was just too much CGI. That's where they lost me on it. it oh, was, okay. I don't want to give anything away, yeah. but uh, I can talk about, you know, little mm-hmm. things that you would, you know. I spent a little time in that world. And and I, I know what it's like that if it's too much CGI, it gets ruined. Yeah. Um, it's actually one of the reasons why I didn't like, I didn't really like the first three Star Wars movies because it became all CGI and they got rid of the, like, the Muppets. Yeah. They got rid of that realistic, you know. It feels uh, disconnected. Brick and mortar kind of feeling yeah. of the movie. Um, yeah, and, and then with everything that goes CGI, you end up getting um, flaws that you find. So uh, improper drop shadows, uh, bad green screening, uh, where they're trying to mesh people in with it. And yep. um, it, you leave a lot of room for error. And as much as you can come up with something that's really cool, really beautiful, especially on the sci-fi end of things, or in this case, the horror movies, um, yeah, you, you, you could you can ruin that for yourself. And I remember spending um, like... 15 to 20 hours rotoscoping a green screening scene. And um, and then I went to watch uh, Brotherhood of the Wolf that night, mm-hmm. uh, which is an old movie now, I guess, that came out. And um, I think it had Lou Diamond Phillips in it or something like that. But um, it, there was this mysterious beast, and it comes running down the hill, and the drop shadow was completely gone. So it looked so unreal that it was that moment I was like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I just got up and walked out of the movie. Just, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Terrible. So I just ruined movies for myself working in that CG end of things. So. I don't think I ever told you this, but when I was in uh, college, um, oh, I used to hang. Uh, well, but a, a bunch of my friends were in the the, the graphic uh, and design course, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember I actually got to go and test out some green screen for some of their animations. So they were doing mm-hmm. uh, my one friend uh, was doing an animation with uh, like Gundam. Yep. Like yeah. So and it was big robots basically for people who don't know what Gundam is. It's yeah. it's an old series and um and I got to what do they call it like a kaiju. Well, the big 
the big robots. Those were the monsters, but oh, the actual okay. robots, like the big robot Megazord type of things, yeah. those yeah. were like the Gundam warriors. Okay. And, See, I'm not uh, nerdy enough. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I Honestly, I didn't really follow that, but I only knew it because of that was the topic that he was doing. And it was really cool, uh, you know, watching this giant robot animate. You know, they put all the white balls on, on my yeah, body little, and stuff. And had, I had like this little skin suit. And yeah, yeah. It was cool. really, really fun. That's so, but they had it. Yeah. They had a monitor up in real time in the background facing me, so I could yeah. see the robot moving as I move. Yep. And uh, very cool. Now you can, I mean, you can pretty much do that with a VR, like VR now. Yeah. Which is, you know, anybody can do it. But it's fantastic. It was really I cool because this was yeah. like 10, 15 years ago. Oh, the world we live in now. Yeah. You know what? This this is a great opportunity to stop for a second and tell our listeners uh, about a guest we have coming up. Yeah. Uh, th- it's a great lead in. Uh, so we have um, a nice, comfortable sit-down sit down chat coming up with uh, actor, stuntman Jeff Scavell. And uh, he does, of course, a lot of the, that green screening, ping-pong ball, uh, special effects. He's done um, a lot of the superhero kind of movies, Team T- the new Titans mm-hmm. show series out. I uh, love that show. Have you watched that show? Yep. Yeah. It's and, awesome. Uh, the Boys. He's, he does uh, stunt work oh, for the boys. I love that show too. Um, he did uh, stunt work, I believe, in one of the Resident Evil movies, and uh, the, the list goes on and on. Like you have to yeah. check out um, years and years that uh, Twelve Monkeys uh, TV series. Yep, he's uh, the stuntman for the main actor. Uh, so uh, definitely jump on uh, Jeff Scavell's list uh, on IMDb. It, it, you'll scroll forever. He's done so many pieces yeah. of work. Um, the resume, even, is... even the new uh, X Men movie that just came out recently, uh, Dark Phoenix. I haven't um, seen that yet. Yeah, you? neither have I. I know. So I have to definitely watch that before he comes on. But um, if our guests have any, uh, or sorry, if our listeners have any uh, questions for our guests, uh, we'll make sure that you uh, hit our, our Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, email, any of those things. Uh, come up with your questions uh, that you would have for Stuntman Jessica Bell. I'm sure it'd be great. Uh, we'll read them out to him and have him, uh, if you can come up with something fun or humorous for him and, uh, to answer. Uh, I think it would be a great thing for the show. Yeah, and I was just talking to Tony before we started this episode, and we're going to get a phone line acted to with the voicemail. So, oh yeah, I uh, can't wait voicemail. Yeah, I mean it's it's it. Most people do prefer typing now, but uh, I, I voicemail is a fun element uh, that we can. I don't know. I'd like to play some on the show. Yeah, to be honest, that, that's actually excellent. I just got a message from. Jeff Scavell. Oh, his ears uh, were burning. His ears must have been burning. <laughs> so uh, that's awesome. Uh, we'll uh, confirm that up with, Read uh, it. with him. And, Read uh, it. Yeah, no, no, no. Nothing, nothing right now. He just, he just wants to firm up uh, He's like, I'm not coming. Oh. <laughs> no, no. He's, he's actually messaging. Uh, he wants to firm up time uh, when uh, when we're going to do this. Beautiful. So, um, yeah, you got your chance still, people, to uh, to get your questions in for Jeff Scavell. Sweet. That's well, wonderful. yeah, no, that's awesome. I'm excited. I think everybody should be excited about that one. This yeah. guy, uh, yeah, has a long resume. Yeah, I know. Um, okay, so speaking of now superheroes and and those type of movies, uh, quick in the entertainment, uh, not so much on the funny side, but a little bit more on the concerning side. Um, I think we kind of briefly touched base with it at some point was uh, the fact that uh, this whole ordeal with uh, Spider Man and um, the uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, he's no longer part of it because of this. Dirty stink that's getting kicked up, uh, a bit of a, a financial disagreement between Sony and uh, Marvel slash Disney. Um, you know, Sony was originally given the rights uh, to make the Spider-Man movies. 
Uh, now, of course, it's kind of branched out as, as Spider-Man and Endgame and everything that kind of came in with the... Well, because this was back when Sony bought it. It was that's right. way prior to Disney taking over. Yeah, exactly. This was way before the Disney deal, taking and buying Marvel and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and now they want to continue on making Spider-Man movies, uh, but they kind of want to cut... Not, I don't think it's that they want to cut Sony out, especially on the financial end of things. It's just they want to take a little bit more control of the direction that Spider-Man's going, and I think Sony's saying no. And uh, there's been a bit of a hoopla, so uh, the last thing I read as of now, the answer is no. They they stop bargaining, and Sony says, no, you're not getting it. Yeah. Which means that's taking Spider-Man out of the MCU. Yeah, so no and more Avengers. Yeah, well, no it, could st- it could still be Avengers, but it's going to be Avengers, with, Avengers without Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, and, but I kind of wonder, like, where is that going to go? Because you've got all the other villains that are in Spider-Man are still part of Marvel, right? And it, it's not like we have big end films of, hey, here's a, here's a movie about villains because nobody really wants to watch that. I, actually, I kind of would like to see that. But um, I mean, I think the closest we've ever come is uh, the Venom movie. And he's really been a bit more on that anti-hero. I love the Venom and movie. It was a fantastic. People, the sh- one was people amazing. shit on that so hard. It was so good. And I loved every minute. He was Tom a, Hardy was perfect. He was an awesome Venom. Yeah. He was he was really good. It was much better than that Tilford Grace one that happened oh. from Spider Man three. And and that's really where a lot of the arguments Hi going, guys, right? I'm Venom. Yeah, it was the worst. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I, I cringe when I think about it. Um I, I think it was even so bad that even Sam Raimi took his, his name off the picture. Well, he went under a pseudonym so that, that people didn't know that he had anything to do with that. My issue with that movie was that because it was that was Spider Man three. Yeah. And my issue was not necessarily they did a do. I think they did a bad job with Venom, but yeah. they tried to cram way too many villains into that movie. That was the that was my issue. Th- with this it. is my argument with every superhero movie, DC, Marvel alike. You can only do one, maybe two. Once you push beyond that, you, the, the scripting starts kind of falling apart. You don't focus enough on enough story for people to care. Uh, I mean, I constantly look back and think of the um, the Batman with um, George Clooney in it. That was absolutely horrible um here you've got uh schwarzenegger as victor freeze and um he is i'm gonna put you on ice yeah and and it was like such bad um (laughs) bad writing uh i think at one point he's like there's the bad guys get them get them (laughs) i was like oh my god (laughs) like it, it and it almost became um it was almost like watching the adam west version of Batman in a high budget film with too many actors and too many villains. All they were missing was like the the little pals. Uh, yeah, zap. the pals and zaps. The pals yeah, and the zaps. Speech, bu- yeah. The speech bubbles. Yeah. Um it was absolutely horrible. And and I feel like that's where people go like nowadays that they, they want to cram so much in there. And uh let's let's be honest, like there'd be a fantastic movie to do Spider Man with the Sinister Six, except for it's too many villains. You can't have that much and still keep continuity and, and um, or focus. Like, like you could just bring them out, like, with assuming people knew who, oh, you know who the Vulture is. Oh, you, you know who Shocker is. But if you don't give people um, individual movie storylines and then just start from the get-go of here's now a bunch of villains that have grouped up, then it, you just can't do that and nail that in a two-hour movie I, and I, enjoy it. I, I, I agree. I think it's... 
<clears throat> when you start cramming stuff in there, it just gets really convoluted very fast. The plot lines have to to mix perfectly for to have proper continuity through the whole film, and it's just it usually ends up messy. Yeah, but it, like, I don't know. I think that um, I think that well, they they are doing Venom too. That's fantastic. With I Carnage. can't wait. I know. Do you know? Do you hear who they're gonna play Carnage? Um, best. Yeah, guy from Hunger Games. What do you... I, I would I would have given him many other film roles other than Hunger Games, but That's yes, Woody Harrelson. Like, yeah, Woody Harrelson. Yeah, you could have said Cheers, and I would have been like, yes. No, uh, you no, could have said Zombie Land. I would have been like, yes, but you had to say Hunger Games. Yep, I did oh, it. Oh, Fuck. That's just a lot. Like, like you know what? I feel it? like that's the difference of our age right there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Um, you know, he's he will be the perfect character for. I, I think it's going to be the. Um, Cassidy, uh, Cletus Cassidy. Cletus think, Cassidy, that's version. Right. Um, and I think there's even an outtake at the very end of Venom. Yes. If you watch, he's sitting he's in, a, in, the he's cell. in the cell. He's in the cell as a crazy set. I think he will be absolutely perfect for Carnage. He's just that right amount of crazy. I think he's a little bit of right amount of crazy in real life, but oh, yeah. I, I think that uh, he it'll be the personification of, of Carnage. <clears throat> well, Carnage came from Venom, right? Because it's, yeah, it's an he offspring. Was a, he was an offspring. Because yeah. they, 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 the, the symbiotes reproduce yeah. asexually, right? Yeah. I almost feel like the the more and more the symbiote had an offshoot, it's like the crazier the characters got. But I don't think any of them were as bad as Carnage. Yeah. Like he is literally bonded with a mental patient. He was my favorite in in the comics. Yeah. So yeah, and just absolutely violent, over the top, violent and gory, and because yeah. it's supposed to the symbiotes are supposed to enhance your personality traits. That's right, too. Yeah. So if you're crazy, your shit's gonna like, get crazy. Oh yeah, it's gonna be complete carnage. It'll be great. <laughs> no yeah. pun intended. But I'll get yeah. one, Tony. Yeah. Yo, um, <laughs> but back to kind of what you were saying around you know just cramming too much stuff into uh, the plot lines. I always found that a good villain mm-hmm. makes the movie. I think, Oh yeah. I think that's, um, and in that particular Spider-Man three, the, the villains were fairly weak, but I think that's what made the dark Knight series. So awesome. Mm-hmm. Cause you had mm-hmm. Rachel Ghoul, right. Yep. Um, who was, uh, Neeson, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then you had, uh, you had a particular set of skills <laughs> to, uh, to make him dangerous for Batman's like you. Yeah, Batman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you you've got the deeper voice for sure. Um, and then uh, and then you had Joker, which Heath Ledger's oh Joker was just fantastic. Don't, don't get me started with that. I know. Yeah, we I can that go last off. And, I, I know, and I could continue to go on. And then Hardy's the Bane, man. Yeah. Well, so, and even before that, um, uh, what's his name? He did Scare- Scarecrow. He, that was with. Um, I always forget that guy's name. Yeah, uh, Irish actor, isn't it? Or like he's. Uh, <sighs> I can't. I can I can yeah I can name. picture him, but I, I yeah I can't remember his name. But yes, yeah I I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, it, he he did I, I think he, he did, did a, a fantastic. The series was good. Yep, <clears throat> I'm uh, excited to see. Um, well, you know, Pattons is the new Batman, so it's... I'd like to see some of the shots and see what he's. They're gonna have to bulk him up, and um, I guess he has I, been. They've got some he? shots yeah. of him. Yeah, I, I think he's. Uh, yeah, I think I think he'll do fine. I think he's got the look for it. Do you think they'll make him a vampire if bat? They, if they make him fucking sparkly, I'm going to lose my shit. It's going to be a vampire bat. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Don't go in the sunlight. Right? Don't go in the sunlight, I Robin. can't go into the sunlight. <laughs> I look like this. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Sparkles everywhere. I just feel like, 
I'm out. <laughs> Drop the popcorn and uh, walk the fuck out. No, I think it's I, you know what? I don't know. I'm giving this one the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. So, you know, um when the last Dark Knight finished and they were kind of bringing in the Robin character. Actually, so where they went with that at the very end, uh was it uh, uh Hewitt? Um Oh, Jesus. What's his name? Um the, the the guy who played quote unquote Robin in that the cop oh Joseph Gordon Levitt jo- Levitt that's it Joseph he's like Gordon my name is Robin yeah yeah so I really thought they were going a completely different storyline with it which was going to be absolutely fantastic because uh, I thought they were going with Asriel and Asriel is the guy who actually takes over for Batman um, I believe it was after Bane broke his back or something. Yes. Um, and um, He's in the games. I think it was like Nightfall or something. He's in then. the games, the yeah. Rocksteady games. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And I thought they were going to go with Asriel because and he was a he was. He's a got much, like a big cross, right? The red cross. Yeah. He was like he, kind of like an old crusader people. knight. Yeah. yeah. It was like he, he wore this helmet that basically um, uh, it had some AI in it or something like that. And, and it used to try to convince the wearer that what he was doing was a righteous thing. And, and he was taking down villains and stuff like that. But he would go to the extreme and, and he would kill people. Yeah. Uh, and and then and that's how the whole Batman thing. He he becomes a very violent, dark version of Batman. And then Bruce Wayne has to come back and be like, "No, you're fucking out of here. Like <laughs> you, you, that's it. You can't keep killing people. That's not what I'm about." Um, uh, everyone's dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Asriel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this isn't what <laughs> we talked about. You can't do this. It has to be balance. <laughs> now they're done. I got rid of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. It is balance. There's no one here. <laughs> right. And then, and then Bruce is dead. Like. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> so, um, yeah, okay. Well, there's our, our there's our entertainment tangent. Yeah. Jump on over to tech. Yeah, tech. Uh, a couple new games out this week. All right. Uh, that I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this one's been long-awaited, Gears 5. Um, Female print, uh, protagonist. Yeah, I yeah. guess it's uh, the, the, the main uh, protagonist's daughter. Okay, so, yeah. Um, I think it's Marcus Phoenix. Marcus, yeah, yeah. Marcus's daughter. Okay. So, um, I think only I ever played the first one a long the, time ago. The exciting thing about it is that, um, so Microsoft's been making a big push around supporting PC gaming properly and mm. really starting to bridge that gap. And mm. you and I talked about this a little bit ago. And yeah, um, so they're, um, I guess what they're doing is when they released it for PC, which. We get basically I get a head start because we have the ultimate the the Xbox Live Ultimate. Okay. So you get your your Xbox Live, mm-hmm. your Game Pass for both Xbox and PC in a single subscription. That's so it's like fifteen sweet. bucks. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna lie, something like that makes me almost want to get an Xbox. Well, it's and I mean you have access to like a hundred games plus a lot of the new first party titles. So okay. yeah. in a lot of ways, that's actually worth it. Yeah. Um. For, you know, when you think about it, like... Better step up your game, Sony. Well, yeah. yeah. You go... I mean, you go to the movies, it's 15 bucks. Yeah. So think of... Oh, my God. That's just your ticket price. Yeah. My wife and I were basically calculating this out. And um, just to take the two of you and your kids, tickets and popcorn and everything like that, it's over a hundred and something dollars. It's crazy. And then what if you and, you and your wife just want to go and you get, like, um, a babysitter? Well, that's well over a hundred dollars because oh. then you got to pay the babysitter, right? So, I know, man. I know. Yeah, yeah. It's like when a movie night started costing you. Like I remember when it was like cheap movie night. You're younger, you go in, and you're like, I had movie and a popcorn, and it only cost me fifteen bucks. Yeah, when you start going to like 
full formal masquerade balls that cost you less than yeah going to the movies right that's a problem yeah, yeah. it's like all inclusive drinks resort <laughs> you know eventually one of these days like the movies are going to cost so much you're like you might as well be going to hollywood yeah, we're going to, to sit into the live taping of this movie yeah <laughs> yeah man i know i totally agree it's crazy yeah well um the radio station here in kingston mm-hmm. when they were doing the um they did a, an episode um of of their radio show that basically went over the the highest margins of of items. Yep. And and movie theater popcorn was number one. Yeah. Uh, bottled yeah. water was number two. But that's those are the two items that have. I, I'm still think that they're still below spaghetti, but they just don't serve that in a movie theater. It's crazy. I think spaghetti is one of those things that you go out to a dinner and you spend like almost close to twenty dollars for a nice spaghetti dinner. You're like. That motherfucking pasta cost ten cents, right? Yeah, but the crazy thing is, and but it, so you know, if you go to the grocery store and you get uh, a thing of spaghetti, it, you can get it for as low as a dollar, right? You can get a whole thing of it if it's on sale. Yeah, but you can never find popcorn ever that low at no. the grocery store. No, so it's still a huge market. Unless you buy the bag of seeds, the big bag of seeds, and you take it, pour it in the air popper at home. Yeah, yeah. Nobody wants to do that. No, no one's doing that. <laughs> no, it's great if you drench it in butter. Then Tony, I don't even like, know what that is. Yeah, like, what, what the fuck are you talking fuck? about? What is an air popper? <laughs> You're fucking Amish, bro. <laughs> Tony, it's Tony Homo. He's just out tilling the garden. <laughs> fuck. Shut up, man. Oh um, shit. So uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna just jump over uh, again onto the tech end because I, I actually I read something and I actually think this might be a little old but I just came across it because I don't have an iPhone right I've been an Android for years yeah um and and you have to tell me if this is true if you've heard of this but have you ever asked Siri to define mother no do you want me to do it yeah but put the phone up to the mic apparently Kay. ask Siri to define mother. all right I'm doing it ready yeah hold on. Define mother. Which word? M O T H E R or M U T H A. As a noun, it means a woman in relation to her child or children. Do you want to hear the next one? Yeah. Yes. As a verb, it means bring up a child with care and affection. Do you want to hear the last one? Yes. Okay, so they must have fixed it. This must be an, a, an older article, so I kind of could put my, my foot in my mouth, I guess. But apparently when you first called it, because it was based off of, um, I think it was Webster's Dictionary. Yeah. Uh, it would give this, when it said, do you want it, the second one, it gave the definition for motherfucker. No. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and it's so funny because there were um, five different subjects below that, like subcategories of what mother meant, but it would skip over the five and jump right to motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they must have fixed it because people, they, you know, Apple's pretty fast on this kind of thing, right? But uh, they used to do it. And I thought that was super funny. So um, I, I was hoping we could test it. I and wish it would we, work. They would have fixed work, I'm yeah. sure they would have fixed that pretty quickly. Fuck. So that sucks. Yeah, that's too oh, bad. Damn it. Damn. Speaking of Apple, actually, I know we got to wrap this up here. We're, we're hitting that that mark here, but yep. um, we uh, Apple's got a big event coming up. I think this week on the tenth. So, and apparently they're supposed to be releasing some updates in iOS thirteen this year that's supposed to make Siri not suck. 
because that's my huge like I like iPhone because we're all on iPhone in my family. Yeah, they, so it's they really reached easy. out to the AI programmer of Google. Oh, don't tell me yeah, that. Yeah, that's what they. That's yeah. Oh. Apparently, they reached out because they want to improve. They want to make Siri not suck. Is oh. apparently what it was. Yeah, make Siri and, great and again. Apparently, Google is is one of the better AI. Yeah, I for, totally agree yeah, for definitions finding things. All Even Alexa is very good. Yeah, you know, yeah. and because um, that's what we run at the house. Um, you know, and uh, yeah, I just I find Siri really really sucks real bad. Yeah. And there's two things I'm looking forward to. Better Siri in this update. And then finally they're doing, um, you know how you can swipe the text with Android? I love that. Yeah. And Apple's never had it. And apparently we're getting it. So. Yeah. I'm pumped about that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So suck it, Tony. Yeah. (laughs) Should have bought an iPhone. I'm still sticking with my Android for a while. (laughs) Fair enough. For a little bit longer. Hack Tony, everyone. Right. All right. (laughs) All right. All right. So uh, we are rounding down things and we still have. You had one job. Oh, you're about to blow through this quick. Yeah, okay. So uh, the one job for this one is um, uh, Robin Lehner. Uh, He is um, the NHL goalkeeper for the uh, New York Islanders. Yep. Um, So I think he actually just resigned. Uh, He's uh, now with Chicago Blackhawks. Um, But anyways, he was uh, the recipient of the the Masterton uh, trophy. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, when he and that that's basically the trophies to um, for the player who exemplifies uh, the qualities and perseverance and sportsmanship and dedication to ice hockey and stuff like that. Anyways, uh, when he received his trophy, the the team on it was the other New York hockey franchise, which was the Rangers. Aww. So they they put the wrong name, <laughs> the wrong team name on there. Now let's let's be honest. Like the the NHL is a four point six billion dollar industry or something like that. And you don't have some idiot on that staff that doesn't doesn't proofread, or even if you, it's not his mistake, and he sent it off to to like um, uh, the trophy house or whoever created the little plaques for them, and that guy fucked it up. Someone still has to proof it before they hand it off right? to the player, right? So even the player was like. You have one job. Uh, I didn't hear about that, man. Yeah. I'm a huge hockey fan, yeah, yeah. and I did not. That's hilarious. So that's our one job. <clears throat> oh, man, that's awesome. Um, okay, so we are out of time. Uh, I guess um, we need to, uh, our, our little uh, call to action there, Matt. So um, Yeah, absolutely. Again, everybody, we do have, uh, we, we have, our website's up and running now, uh, the, uh, the fap.ca. Fap.ca. Uh, you can jump over there and hit our contact form, send us an email, uh, send us something uh, fun. Uh, listen to our episodes. Listen to our episodes. Uh, give us give us a, uh, drop us a line. Tell us what you'd like to talk about, and uh, we would love to uh, bring those subjects down, or even ask us a question. We'd love to answer some fun questions. Absolutely. Or you can get us uh, at the following. So our Twitter is the fab 4 <whistles> and our email is thefabpodcast at gmail.com. Facebook is the freaking awesome podcast. Yes. And our Instagram is the fat podcast. On the IG. All right. So uh, reach out to us, uh, drop us a message, uh, interact with us. We would love to hear what you say. And uh, like I said, we've got uh, some uh, we've got some guests coming up, and we will be starting off with uh, actor stuntman Jeff Scavell. And uh, leave us a message for him and, you know, ask some fun questions, and we will read them out on live air to everybody. Absolutely. Wonderful. Uh- Thanks for tuning in to the Freaking Awesome Podcast. We hate to see you go. But we love to see you come. I'm on the air. We on the air. We got this podcast. Ah, uh, oh, not again. <laughs>